I'm sure that many of you, just as I did now and as I did growing up, had um, self-appointed or your family decided on some Christmas traditions, and sometimes you even stumble into these, right? One of the ones that we stumbled into and that was easily the most frustrating for us as children, it was me and my brother and sister, and and, um, we would... Well, my parents felt like they had to get this perfect picture of us as we walked into the room where they laid out all the gifts. And so what they would do is they would close the door to the living room, and they would line us up outside the door in the order of age, youngest to oldest, and we would wait. And then we would wait, and then we would wait some more. You see, my father, I feel like at least from my perspective as a young child, my father was a master at prolonging our agony. He had to go set up the camera, which was code for starting a pot of coffee, putting on Christmas music, drinking a cup of coffee, and then in what felt like hours, but which in reality was probably just a few minutes, finally opening the door to try to get the perfect picture, which does not exist, by the way. The minutes, as I said, felt like hours. They were tense. We were frustrated, waiting on something that seemed it would never come. It seemed like an eternity of waiting for a reward that, honestly, we've been thinking about since at least 2 a.m. because we couldn't get back to sleep. The great Christmas hymn, O Holy Night, has a word for this, this feeling. It's called pining. The hymn speaks of of a world that is in, in the midst of its sin and its error is pining for its salvation, is longing for it. And certainly this word, this pining, would describe the shepherds on that very first Christmas night, pining for their Messiah. We read tonight the timeless story of the very first Christmas. The baby Jesus born in a stable, right? Because there was no room in the inn. Lying in a manger. He was lying in a feeding trough reserved for animals because there was no bed. And there were the shepherds keeping watch over their flocks by night. You could say it, right? You know the story. As they waited on that Judean hillside for the dawning of the sun, they were also waiting, pining, if you will, with the rest of their Jewish kin. They were the latest participants in a long, agonizing watch for Israel's Messiah. Would their Savior ever come? It had been 400 years, you see. 400 years since they had last heard the voice of God coming from a prophet. Nations rose and nations fell, but the people of God continued to be subject to foreign rulers, right? Babylonians, Persians, Greeks, and now the Romans. Would their Savior ever come? Would it ever be Christmas or just one long, endless winter? This is the world into which these angels broke on that first glorious Christmas night. Into a field of pining shepherds, into the despair of a pining and desperate nation. And when they arrived, they spoke these words. Fear not, 
For behold, unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Fear not, the angel said. We have good news, glad tidings. A Savior, Christ, the Messiah, the Lord, is born. It's a word of hope to a cautious nation, the beginning of promises long awaited now being fulfilled. As kids, with just that slight turn of the living room doorknob, we knew, we knew our waiting was coming to a close. And just as our hearts would skip a beat, thinking about the coming joy, so too did the shepherds finally begin to see Israel's long-awaited joy was coming. It was coming into their pining, into their sin and error, into their longing and frustration. Their Savior, their Savior has been born. I'm guessing that tonight there's more than a few of us in this room who can identify with these shepherds. You're pining in the midst of this world. You're waiting, longing, hoping for something more. Now you might be thinking, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's Christmas. It's a season of joy and celebration. There are presents. There's parties and baking and there's holiday inflatables. All of them. All of them are inviting us to forget our pining, our desperation, our searching, and our waiting All of them suggest to us that perhaps maybe if we just have enough Christmas cheer, we'll be able to overcome these problems. And yet, when the tree is down, when the food is eaten, when the presents are opened, when the inflatables are deflated, the pining remains. It remains. It's there. It doesn't go away. The grief, the pain, the guilt, the shame, the illness. So many of us are carrying so many heavy burdens. And Christmas, friends, is not the time to set them aside. It's not the time to wash them away with eggnog, but to welcome the babe in the manger in the midst of them. We can't ignore them. We must own them and welcome Jesus in the midst of them. Is that not what the shepherds did? Would they have gone to the stable if they weren't looking and pining for something? Would would the, the wise men, the magi, have traveled all that distance, given up great status and wealth if there wasn't something they were longing and pining for? Would you even be here tonight? If there wasn't something deep down somewhere that was longing, searching and seeking, pining for relief, maybe even salvation. And so you've come here tonight, maybe you don't know why, but you hear good news, glad tidings of great joy. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. Who is Christ the Lord? I don't know where you find yourself tonight, but I want you to just forget, maybe for a second, forget that it's Christmas and instead 
Go to that place in your heart where your pining is, where your longing is, where your, your sin and error is. Perhaps it's a place you don't want to go. Maybe it's a place that leads to despair or hopelessness or fear. We all have something. Aging and dying parents. Abandonment. Maybe a marriage or two on the rocks where there seems to be no help and no relief. A child in a particularly tough situation. A midlife crisis perhaps. Realizing that where you are now is so far from where you ever thought you would be. Illness, finances, what is it? What has you pining and longing tonight? Go to that place where you're afraid maybe even to hope because it might be too good to be true, to have a little bit of hope and a little bit of relief. Go to that place. Now listen carefully. That place is Bethlehem. And tucked away in a stable off the beaten path, There's a light, the light of Christ, a light shining in the darkness, and the darkness shall not overcome. And there are angels, and they're saying to you, fear not, for unto you is born this day a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And there's the babe, Jesus Christ, offering something that this world that our circumstances cannot offer. He's offering new life and new hope, salvation for those who are pining. Now, this salvation is not magic. There's no simple waving of the wand to end our struggles and our sin and our pining. No, this child whom we come here to adore tonight as a babe will grow to a young man of 33 years and die on the cross. He would give up his life so we might know that thing we've longed for, that salvation we, might, we so desperately need, so that this world might know the new life and redemption that it craves. This child offers us a life where fear and doubt and suffering are no more, a life where we are reconciled to God, where we look sin in the eye and say, sin, you have been defeated, where we look evil and death in the eye and we say, evil and death, you have been destroyed. It's the message of the angels. Unto you this day is born a Savior. It's born a Savior. And so by all means, tonight and tomorrow, let us make merry. Let us give presents. Let us eat baked goods and enjoy holiday inflatables. But let us not do so in the stead of our pining, but in the midst of it, because our pining has been redeemed. And let us rejoice with this weary world because yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Let us pray.